It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. Please check out divasatcare.com and listen to all the amazing hosts interviewing incredible women around the world. I am just overly excited today to have with me our monthly returning diva, Deb Matlock, who is deeply connected to earth, animals, and spirit. And today, she's going to speak on nature's rhythm in seasons and moons. Oh, man. Now, I am really over the top. I'm excited. So, Deb, could you please introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself today? Absolutely. Sure. My name is Deb Matlock, and I have a small business uh, called Wild Rhythms. I live in Colorado, and I've spent my my life, um, childhood to adulthood, uh, really emphasizing and focusing on my connection to animals and uh, the land where I live. It's just always been a passion and interest of mine, and it's kind of turned into my my livelihood. So I'm really excited to talk about it. Over the moon, as I would <laughs> since we're talking about moons today. <laughs> oh, my word. I love that. That was just perfect. And that totally describes why on your website you're deeply connected to earth, animals, and spirit. Oh, I just love that. And then bringing in the topic, you're over the moon. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of that, what what opportunities do the different moon faces feel, do you feel provide to, let's start with the animals. What different uh, opportunities or what different moods do you feel the animals have during the different moon cycles? Yeah, I really love that question. You know, I can I can speak from a couple of angles. One is from my own animal companions in my family. And mm-hmm. I have to say, whenever it's a full moon, it is really obvious. And if I've lost track of the season or the sky and if it's gotten cloudy, I can usually tell by by how the dogs and cats are behaving, you know, I've, I've seen cats rolling around in the moonlight that's coming in the window and, you know, midnight and, and howling, you know, and all these <laughs> behaviors that they don't normally do the rest of the month. And I've also noticed the dogs are um, just a little bit more up and at them during a full moon. There's more likely going to be those, those middle of the night awakenings or those getting up early, ready to rock and roll kind of of um you know energies from the dogs as opposed to oh and it's a darker time of the of the month and they're a little more laid back and and happy to sleep in and be relaxed and i can only extrapolate that the wild animals may have a similar experience and i also would wonder for them you know with moonlight especially on a clear night they've got light all night long and in some way you know not quite like sunlight but it would it would i would think it would make a huge difference in, in how they function out there Oh, I agree with you. I I mean, uh, speaking of the energy levels, because I know in our cattle, you can always tell when it's a full moon because they are just they're just more 
playful almost or they're a little more uncooperative with maybe what us humans think we want them to do. I've, we've always said, okay, working cattle on a full moon is really not a good idea because they, <laughs> they are just almost like they're bubbly. They, they have their own ideas of what they really want to do during that time. So I can, I can relate to that too on, on the cattle side and even with the dogs. So bringing that in, do you really feel that the moon phases have give off different energy levels to the animals? Yeah, I, you know, I I I wonder is it an energy level? You know, that may well be what it is, or are they sensing something mm-hmm. else? You know, it's it's part of that uh, beautiful mystery I think that is is what we live within on this earth, and and we certainly know a lot about what moons do with the tides and and cycles and. You know, there's a lot of scientific data that we already understand aligns with with the moon cycles. So it makes sense to me that it would be gravitational and energetic and and perhaps, um, you know, light-oriented and and maybe even spiritually oriented for for them, just sort of what it feels like, uh, you know, and how it what it brings out within them. Because I would agree with the playfulness, too. You know, I don't live around cows, but with my dogs, it's the same thing. You know, that like I mentioned a minute ago, first thing in the morning, they're ready to let's go play, let's go climb a mountain, you know. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's interesting to me, for sure. Yes, yes, I, I would agree on the full moon. And I know even personally myself, I love to be out in the dark in a full moon because it's just, it's almost invigorating. It just gives you, it's such a neat feeling because it's so beautiful out to be able to see in the dark. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, I completely agree. And, and one of the things I love to do is watch the the shapes and colors of the sky with the full moon illuminating the clouds and the shadows, and and you know clouds moving around the moon or over the moon. And it's it's like this beautiful light show that just feels like I'm out there with a friend. You know, even though that friend, that moon is there every night in those full moon times, it's just so easy to see that that friend. It's so easy to be there and just sort of. It's, it's just a, it's like this amazing artistry across the sky, and uh, always feels really inspiring to me. Always kind of grabs me at my my core. Um, yes, it's almost like it's a connection. You can feel a connection to that full moon because it's it's just I don't know I don't it's kind of hard to explain in some ways. It's just giving you a whole different feeling even. The other night I saw it coming up, and it was just like an orange ball up in the sky just as it was coming up in the east. And I'm going, oh, my word, it almost reminds you of a sunrise, but yet there wasn't all the colors. It was just that moon in its own color coming up. And it was just, I'm like, oh, that is just beautiful. It just gives off a connection to you and the skies and everything around you is kind of how I would describe how I feel with it. Oh, I completely agree that that connection is such an important piece. And something it often reminds me of is that there is so much out there beyond our beautiful, amazing earth, mm-hmm. which, you know, sometimes the day-to-day dramas can, can be the, the focus point. <laughs> I, can, I can sometimes feel very mm-hmm. overwhelmed by, by what's just right in my little plate in my little world. And, you know, you see the moon, and it's like, oh, right. And that's just one other body up there of, of all the vast, you know, universe and galaxies and I can't even I can't even grasp the expansiveness of all of that. 
And so I think it sometimes makes me feel kind of humble and reminds me that, okay, it's just, it's all just a little bit of earth drama. I can take a deep breath. We just keep on going. Yes, the to-do list is very long, but let's just hang out here tonight with the moon and get some perspective. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, That that is just a beautiful way to put it because, yes, it is such a vast area up there. And like you said, the clouds going over the moon, that is just beautiful. One evening when I was out watering cattle, the sky was so full of clouds, too, and as the moon was coming up, as they were crossing over, it was, it was just breathtaking to just kind of look at that and just see the beauty that is up in there and feel that connection to the skies and the earth around you so oh i love yeah. that that's gorgeous <laughs> yeah it almost like it gives off a vibration of of unity with all of the earthly things that are around you in some ways is kind of how i would almost describe it for my own personal self is how it feels oh that is so beautiful you know and that makes me think of all the the songs and the poems over the years of people, you know, lamenting a lost love and looking up at the moon and saying, I hope that you're looking at this moon too because it's the same moon and we can share this experience even though we're miles apart or, you know, it's, it is, you're right, it is a beautiful unifier. I love how you said that. Well, thank you. And I just like what you said, you can look at that and all the other people around us in the world are looking at that moon too. And it's the same moon no matter where you're located. Whatever state, whatever country, it's the same moon in the sky. It may be at different times, but, I mean, it's still that one moon that can bring us all together in unity. Oh, that's beautifully put, too. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, we've talked a little bit of energy levels in animals. Do you feel... From your experiences, do you feel humans get this same energy level? I've shared a little bit about myself, but do you see that energy levels in different phases of the moon in humans also? I definitely do, and I can, of course, speak from my own experience and people that have shared with me. Um, But I I think, you know, I, I know for myself, I tend to have more vivid dreams around the full moon. And... It's it's kind of interesting to me. I'll wake up and think, oh, my gosh, what was that? And then it's like I'll remember, oh, right, it's a full moon. <laughs> That's what that was. <laughs> That's where that dream was completely in, you know. Um, and, and the other thing is I will sometimes feel more um, kind of awake and, and creative during full moons. I've heard mm-hmm. other people say that they feel that during during the new moon or, you know, in the times when it's waning just it, it kind of brings them closer into themselves and into more of a cocoon and they feel creative in there. And so – I think it's a fun place for us all to sort of observe our own connections and our own experiences. You know, what does it, you know, what does it feel like? And and do I notice any patterns month to month as the moon cycles kind of go through their rhythm? And, And then we can also, from there, we can learn about ourselves and our connection and then we can work with that. You know, if we know that we're always really super creative in the full moon, you know, can we plan certain kinds of projects around that time of the month, you know? Oh, I love that. That's that is some awesome advice to give to the listeners to kind of start keeping track of just right on the calendar, maybe just a little note when it's a full moon, how you are feeling when it uh is in its the moon is in its different phases, how you are feeling. It can help help each individual go deeper inside to themselves 
to find their own intuitions, consciousness, and just kind of figure themselves out a little bit more. Oh, that was some great advice. I picked up on that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think, and and then it's just fun too. It gives us kind of a touch mm-hmm. point at the end of the day to to go out and check check with the moon for a few minutes before we go to bed. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, and I was just thinking in my own experience last week with the full moon, I had such vivid dreams and I thought, what made me dream all these? And now when you said that, I'm going, full moon, I need to keep track if every full moon it's like that because that's really interesting. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And I feel like some of these dreams, it's it's like I really want to pay attention to them. You know, what is it that I'm I'm trying to reveal to myself or what is the moon trying to, to share with me? You know, like... Wow, that was, yeah, I, I would agree. You know, and I've also heard, I've had friends who've worked in ERs, for example, and in law enforcement who've said that they can definitely tell a different um, behavior in humans on the full moons and, and more babies being born on the full moons and things like that. So I think our connections are just very deep and very, mm-hmm. you know, very foundational to us. Oh. oh, I definitely do. I definitely do. It's just if we as humans take the time to look at those connections and don't just uh, speed through life and not even see the connections between us and different phases of the moon and different things like that. Oh, yeah, I agree 100%. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked so much about the moon. How do you feel the different seasons come into play in a lot of the ways we talked about the moons being at energy levels and we'll go, we'll start with the animals do you feel animals have different reactions during different seasons like they do like we do to the moon, to the moon phases you know i do and i think it's there's some similarities like you you mentioned you know the moon happens in in a monthly cycle and the mm-hmm. seasons happen in an annual cycle so it's a little stretched out but you still have these different, you know, you've got summer where it's longer days and warmer nights and, you know, all of this, um, you know, where I live here in Colorado, it's it's when we've got things are growing and we're not, we don't have snow freezing everything. And, you know, and then we move into fall where it starts to be a little shorter, a little crisper. Winter, spring, you know, spring like it is right now is just vibrant and everything is bursting and um I know I'm feeling it, and I I I feel like uh, I've seen that in the animals I live with, and of course the wild animals. But in my own dogs, for example, you know, as we head into spring, I mean, they're. I actually joke. You can tell it's springtime not because it, the calendar turns to March 21st, but because the dogs and cats all get a little wild, and um, you know, cats are running around the house, leaping off of things, you know, <laughs> flying around, and you know, and it's it's my joke. It's like, oh, it's springtime. Here we go. You know, <laughs> I don't need still. a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No calendar needed. Just wait for the cats to go a little nuts. You know, um, and I, I think it's it's got to be that way out in the world too. Of course, spring is mm-hmm. something we can easily see in the animals we live near. You know, the birds and the squirrels in, in, in my area, in my, my yard, are, are just working themselves to pieces right now. I mean, there's a lot of action going on and territorial mm-hmm. stuff happening out there and, you know, get off of my tree kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, and spring to me has always meant new birth. It's like a new beginning each year. And that it, because everything's greening up, 
the trees are budding out and being on a ranch it means calving season the new babies are coming and it's just to me spring has always been it's like we start over new it's a new refreshing time for me in my life I've always loved spring it's just beautiful to me and watching them little baby calves I mean you talk about energy levels. I mean, it's sometimes they're just like they've got to run off energy. They just run, 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 and then all at once they stop. Like, okay, I'm good now. I got that energy burst out of me. <laughs> that sounds like a puppy, you know, where it's it's like, okay, crazy time. Oh, nap. <laughs> yes, and like you said, the birds. The birds are so busy out there right now, and the squirrels and. You just see animals everywhere, and everything's so beautiful and green. And I always think the sunrises and sunsets in the springtime are so, uh, they're just vivid. They're just very refreshing, too. So I love spring. <laughs> yeah. No, I do, too. And and I also have to be honest, I feel the spring cleaning urge. I mean, I don't want to admit it to myself because it means I've got to find time in the calendar, but um, I feel it. I, it's like I want to clean out closets, and I want to shampoo carpets and I just want to do all of that really badly right now (laughs) yeah it's like I want to clean out the old I want to get rid of the old and it's it's a new birth I want to bring in the new (laughs) yeah and you know I've heard a lot of people in in different cultures as well talk about springtime as the actual new year not really January 1st for all the reasons that you just said oh I love that I think it should be. I Personally, that's my new year is the springtime because it's just, like I said, it means new birth to me, just new everything, and I love that feeling. Yeah, <laughs> How do you feel? Yes. Oh. How do you feel is spring giving off, do you feel higher vibrations in different seasons of the year are given off from from the seasons and the earth itself? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, I think it, it, I have to think about how I would actually define vibration because I feel like for me, the seasons definitely have a different frequency and energy that reverberates inside of me. You know, spring is very active. Summer becomes a very out there, extroverted kind of time. And then fall really does close in. I start to feel myself uh, kind of shutting down, wanting to pull back a little bit from from a whole lot of public engagement, for example. And then in winter, it's almost like a a partial cocoon feeling, which, of course, it's not, uh, you know, life doesn't necessarily allow to fully act on that energy, but I definitely notice it. You know, and I notice those darker nights, and I get tired at 7 o'clock in the middle of December, whereas in the middle of June, 7 o'clock is, is early evening, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I may have had the same number of hours of sleep the night before, but it feels different, and there's no way I would be tired at 7 o'clock on June, in June. Um, yeah. So that is, you know, there is a different energy, a different kind of way that it, it, it fits in that, that. Yeah, maybe a vibration or a frequency is a good way to describe that. Oh, yes. Yes, I can totally relate because I'm the same way. I mean, come springtime seven o'clock is early evening i'm ready to go and then in the winter time when it's dark and cold i'm like oh man it's already seven (laughs) o'clock why am i up so late yeah exactly (laughs) so it it has to be something i feel in how the earth is giving off energy levels maybe vibration levels different vibration waves in the air possibly i i don't know (laughs) 
I mean, that's fascinating. And, and it, it also really shows to me something that we can really learn from, which is that we have, you know, operating in these cycles is a very natural thing. And I think it's really easy in, in our Western, modern Western culture where the schedule is the same. Unless you take a week off for a vacation, the expectation is as a certain sustained level of productivity. And everybody needs eight hours of sleep a night and three meals a day and nine hours of work. And, and there's never any seasonal shift for that. And I, I question, I know for myself that doesn't work. That's a formula for burnout. But I also question what are we missing in terms of our, our vibrancy and our productivity and our, our frequency like you're talking about, like our ability to respond to the frequency and energy of the earth of which we are so deeply a part by expecting ourselves to operate outside of these very natural constructs, which mm-hmm. is that we go through cycles and seasons and we're not 100% productive every day. No flower blooms, you know, 12 months of the year. The moon is not full every night. Well, it is, but the earth rotates. So, you know, right. part of the earth gets a break. And and it's like, to me, there's so much wisdom in that is, is saying, what are these cycles? What are these rhythms? And, and these vibrations. I love that that you bring that up. And how do we how do we integrate those into our lives even a little bit? Oh, yes. I I love how you brought that out. As to me, I kind of hear it as we need to be more in tune with what nature, the earth, the cycles, the seasons are telling us. I mean, a flower, like you said, a flower doesn't bloom year round. So it's okay sometimes if we need to just relax a little bit and uh, just breathe. I know the other day I was out with my horses and uh, it was very, very heartwarming to me. One of my horse, I could just hear him say, just relax and enjoy the moment. I'd had a busy day doing this, doing that, and it was just like he was telling me, it's okay, relax. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It, it was just beautiful. So, <laughs> Yeah, wisdom, right? And the horse obviously is, is like, well, you humans really need to understand the natural rhythms of things. You know? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, yeah. I see it so much in them because they have time where they play and they have time where they rest. And they last night they were playing, they were bucking and just playing with one another and during the afternoon, they were all laying down like, okay, it's rest time now. I'm going, if humans could only relate more and uh, weren't always so busy hustle bustling around, they tell us so much if we would only just listen. And I feel it's all around us. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. And and I think you're right. It's just, it's just the awareness and and then not beating ourselves up because, you know, it is a challenge. We're, we're, we're dancing within a culture and a you know responsibilities mm-hmm. but also all of this wisdom all around us and so it's to me i feel like it's a life it's life work to sort of weave all these things together yes yes it is it uh it is daily work i mean you kind of have to think about it and listen to your own intuition sometimes if it's saying okay my body's had enough it's time to rest a little bit rather than push it on to the next level um, it's that's kind of what I think about. It's it's listening to what our body is telling us from what the earth is giving to us and the animals. 
Yeah, that is a really wise way of, of, of looking at it. And I think sometimes when we live with or near animals, we can also take cues from them, you know, mm-hmm. like, like okay, the calves are really playful or the dogs are really sleepy. You know, we're in the dog days of summer for sure, and I'm really hot and tired too, so why don't I join them there for a little while, laying on the floor, you know, <laughs> taking a quick nap? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, they're very wise. They they live in those places. and. Yeah it's almost like they can't not live in those places, which I feel envious sometimes, uh, um, you know, when I see that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I've heard so much they live in the moment. They're not thinking about what they need to do in the next 30 minutes or what they need to do in the next hour. They're living for the moment. And that has just struck me as being so beautiful if us humans could only live in the moment and enjoy that very moment rather than thinking about what we have to do next. Do, oh, yeah. is, is that just my feeling or do you feel there's there's something really to that, that animals do that and we could learn from them on that? Oh, I, I feel 100% I agree with you. And and I can say 100% I, am, I will spend my life in, in apprenticeship to them around these kinds of things because they are just so much better at it than um, mm-hmm. I can, I mean, I can come down here and talk about it and I can feel it in my heart and soul and, and I can try my best and it, it, it's still, they do it better than I do. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I can relate to that. <laughs> if, if I would only listen to what they're telling me rather than go, yeah, I understand it, but i got to do this. <laughs> exactly. But have you seen how many emails I have waiting for me? Yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. Oh, how true that is. <laughs> oh, I love that. That was just beautiful. Well, Deb, this has gone so quickly. I just, we could talk about this, I think, for hours on the different seasons and the moons and Everything on listening to nature and animals, I this is just incredible. Do you have some final tips you would like to leave with our listeners from what we have talked about today? Yeah, you know, I think whether you're looking at the moon cycles or the seasonal cycles or both, the important thing is to, to, to going back to what we said before about just tracking how we feel. What is our experience as individuals? You know, not necessarily looking it up. What is the full moon? How are you supposed to feel? Let me Google that, you know. But what, are, what, do, what do we each feel when we stand outside and look at the moon? And tracking for ourselves what our experiences are because that, that's the organic. That's where we really start to live on this earth as the natural organic beings that we are and in deep connection with every, every living being around us. You know, and, and, and just sort of letting our experiences be the, the guide and the teacher's and then for fun, you know, Googling full moon, you know, what is it, what is it am I supposed to feel like? And, you know, you can see how it compares. But I, I think it's just tracking it and, you know, picking one, you know, like you said, maybe it's just one month where you track the moon each day and each night before you go to bed, you just sort of say, how, how did today feel? Energized, tired, you know, and just start looking for those patterns and looking for those, those rhythms that, that are within all of us because we are ecological beings. And so... You know, we're all we're all in it with all the other animals on this earth together. Yes, yes. We're all that was some beautiful tips. Yes, we're all living in the same nature under the same sky, all in the rhythms together. And 
how beautiful to just bring it all together and work together with it. Oh, beautifully, beautifully. I love those tips. <laughs> well, Deb, I want to thank you so much for being my guest. And this was just incredible. I just loved it. Every minute of it. <laughs> oh, likewise. And it is just really an honor to to be on the show. And I was looking forward to this all day. I was like, oh, we're going to chat today. So thank you again for, for having me on. Oh, you are so welcome, and the feelings were totally mutual. (laughs) And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this incredible interview with our amazing diva, Deb Matlock. And be watching. She will be back next month for our monthly session, and it'll be exciting to see about the topic for next month. (laughs) So please be sure to check out all the hosts and their amazing shows on divasthatcare.com. And be sure to share this interview with Deb Matlock with all your family and friends. And as always, be kind to all. Give your animals an extra hug and share your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.